Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're back, man. Episode yes, 196. Yes, sir. Too bad we couldn't hit 200 before the year is up, man. Yeah, that would have been dope. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been like, that would have been like the apex of podcasting. Mm-hmm. 200. We're not going to hit that till after the year. Yikes. All right. Let's get right into it. Um, the The trending story right now around the news is the truck driver they got a 110 year sentence mm-hmm. um and this one hit close to home um obviously because i'm a truck driver myself so it's like geez like this is a hard pill to swallow all right um what happened to the fucking article i had up here geez i hate this man okay here we go all right it's this here it goes all right Millions to sign petition reduce 110-year sentence for trucker in deadly crash. Uh, days after Colorado judge sentenced truck driver to 110 years in prison for his role in a 2019 crash to kill four people, an online petition seeking for the sentence to be reduced has been signed by more than 4 million people. Oh, wow. Yeah, now it's 4 million. It was a 2 million just recently. On April 25, 2019, Rogel. Aguilera Maderos was driving a truck on Interstate 70 in Lakewood, Colorado, near Denver, where it crashed into several cars, killing four people. In October, a jury found him guilty of 27 counts, including vehicular homicide and vehicular assault. On December 13th, a a district court judge, A. Bruce Jones, sentenced Mr. Aguilera Maderos, now 26, yikes, that's very young, to more than a century in prison, citing Colorado state law that required the sentences for each count to be served consecutively rather than concurrently. Um, he going to be 136 when he get out of prison. Can you imagine a motherfucker that outlived that sentence? <laughs> you never let him out. Just keep that motherfucker in there. Uh, almost immediately, the lengthy sentence drew scrutiny, including from the judge, who Reuters said, if I had the d- discretion, it would be it would not be my sentence. Um uh, in December, an editorial Denver Post urged Governor Jared Polis of Colorado to commute the lengthy sentence and called on state legislators to change that change the law that mandated it. Mr. Aguilera Maderos has said malfunctioning brakes were the primary cause of the crash. The company he was driving for identified in local news reports as, as Castellano uh, O3 Trucking LLC in Houston did not immediately return messages left at phone numbers associated with the company. Prosecutors in the case have have argued that Mr. Aguilera Maderos was responsible for the deaths because of several decisions he made while behind the wheel, including not steering the truck, which was hauling lumber into a runaway ramp truck ramp along the highway. The day the Denver Post editorial appeared, uh, a popular website about uh, what's it called? Excuse me. Jalapenic, whatever. A popular website about cars wrote that sending an employee to a lifetime and a half of prison as a result of tragedy stemming from equipment failure isn't going to do anyone favor. Uh, okay, that's about it. Yes, it will. Yeah, it definitely will, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Hold on. A website change.org called <clears throat> What Happened a Tragic Accident and urged Mr. Polis to either grant Mr. Aguilera Madero's clemency or a com- com- uh, com- commutation uh, by Sunday, it had collected more than 4.2 million signatures. I have been in this system for 32 years, and I have never seen anything like this, said James Colgan, a lawyer from Mr. Aguilar Maderos. Um, he said, I think the chances are pretty good that the, the governor is going to look at that favorably. He said, adding, this is truly, truly something that is out of the ordinary. Let me say this. 
I think that some that people all around having empathy for this driver, that's fine and dandy, right? But I need you to make sure you keep that same empathy for the people who died, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a po- there's a bunch of people signing that um, petition, but I can almost guarantee you that the families are not signing that fucking petition. Yeah. Oh no way. And let me make this very clear. Okay, like I think it's important to remain impartial. To situations that directly affect you. I'm a truck driver. So I see a lot of truck drivers that were gung-ho for this guy immediately. It was his brakes went out, man. We got to support drivers. And they're trying to arrest us for 110 years, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something, homie. Okay? We are trained to not... What the fuck? (laughs) We are trained to not go down a hill with without being in gear. First of all, he was not in gear. What does that mean? Basically, he wasn't in gear. He was in neutral. Oh, so if you're driving, a, yeah, if you're driving a ten speed, and you shouldn't even do that in the car. Nah, not at all. He wasn't in gear. You know, he lost control of the truck. He didn't get his brakes, and he didn't get in gear. He was just flying all over the road, going over eighty-five miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't in gear. Um, he but and being in gear would have kind of put a threshold on yes, speed. Yes, it it, it, it restricts the truck. Mm-hmm. So he was fucking flying and mm-hmm. being loaded with nearly eighty thousand pounds or more. Um, which eighty thousand you'll be overweight, but with that much fucking weight pushing you, dude, you can't not be in gear, and you have to have your Jake brake on. And for those that don't know what a Jake brake is, a Jake brake is basically it's the it's the equivalent to if you ever seen a drag racer going down down the the lane or whatnot, and at the end of the race they they deploy like these airbags or the what do you call those um the uh, what the fuck do you call those things that come out the back. Parachutes. Yeah. Parachutes come out the back of the car and it slows the car down. With the with the Jake brake, what it does is it basically brings the engine production down to slow the truck down in addition to you uh slightly using your service brakes, right? So he wasn't doing that. He put everyone's life in danger. Um he didn't take the runaway ramps in addition to him avoiding multiple signs. This shit put people's lives in danger. People died that day due to the driver's ineptitude and due to the driver's lack of experience. So here's the deal, man. Do I think he deserves 110 years? Fuck no. That's ridiculous. However, you have to understand that, like, who am I to say how many years he deserves? You know, you took four people's lives. What's the value of a life? And I think that day with the, way, with the way he was driving, I don't know how much he valued people's lives. I don't know. And also, being a truck driver is, is, is different. It's just like being a cop or being a doctor or being a firefighter. This is not McDonald's. You cannot burn a batch of fries and get a new batch of fries and then it's all good. Mm-hmm. When you make a mistake in these type of jobs, you, if you're a doctor, you get malpractice and lose your license. If you're a cop and you shoot somebody when you wasn't posting to shoot you go them, right back to work after a month. Yeah, well, not always, because some they they get these cops are getting arrested now, <laughs> right? So <clears throat> you can't take these jobs just to make money. You have to understand what comes with these jobs. And before I continue to carry on, I will give you a true life account of my near death experience six years ago. First of all, I preface this story with I was working for a shit company. Okay, they didn't value safety. They didn't keep their equipment up to par. And because I was a new driver and I wanted a local job, it was one of the only jobs that would give me a shot so I could, you know, be home every day. So to make a long story short, I'm working with this company. We have a job hauling base rock 
Um, and we were we were uh, I, back then. I drove uh, doubles. Basically, I, we're two containers that open up at the bottom. So I'm headed out there, and I guess a driver broke down, and he was fully loaded going up Bear Mountain. So if anybody's not familiar with Bear Mountain, which is you know AKA the 223, um, the Bear Mountain it runs uh, east and west, right? And I was headed uh, eastbound on Bear Mountain, and it, it's a hill that goes up. And as long as you're going up, you don't need a jake brake. You don't need a jake brake if you're fully loaded. I, well, if you're fully loaded, you're never going to use it going up a hill because you're not trying to slow your truck down. It's already going slow as fuck, <laughs> right? So when you take the loads up, it's never a problem. And when you come back, we're always empty. So the jake brake is not really a necessity when you're empty, you can get away with not using it on Bear Mountain. Um, however, I had a Jake break that was fucked up, and it wasn't that great. And because I was inexperienced, I didn't push back on one of my bosses that said, hey, we got a driver that broke down. We need you to bring his load back to the yard. And I listened to the fucking guy, and I almost died. Mm-hmm. What ended up happening is I went down the, the hill, but I knew at least I had to be in a low gear. So I was in like I – I started off in – uh, I started off in six gear and the weight of the load was pushing me down so quick. I had to go into seventh. And if you go over like um, 20,000 RPMs, you could you, you could you could cause uh, uh, engine damage on a truck. So you would have to go up a gear so you don't go way over. So to make a long story short, I'm going down a hill and I got to keep going up gears because I will blow the engine out if I don't. So I started losing my brakes probably almost halfway down or more going down the hill and i had the mechanics behind me now these stupid motherfuckers did not alarm me that hey things are going wrong and i could feel my brakes literally going out and once your brakes get hot it almost feels like imagine putting a bunch of gum like newly chewed gum underneath your foot and pressing down on it that's how your brakes feel they feel like nothing right so i'm going down bear mountain and it starts to curve once you get towards the middle. I see a car coming up. And at that moment, I was ready to die, bro. Like, everything had slowed down, so my decision-making was intact. I was ready for the moment, but I wasn't because I was still inexperienced, but I had enough balls to know what I had gotten myself into and what I was willing to do. So as I was coming down the hill, there was a car coming up. And the only way for me to make that turn going down, that car had to beat me up around that corner for me to hop into the opposite lane. Luckily, the car did. Otherwise, if I tried to get there, I would have fucking killed that person. And I was ready to drive off that fucking mountain and die instead of hit that person. Okay? So that's what makes me different from from, uh, 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 Aguilera Maderos is the fact that I was willing to die instead of kill people, and I had no runaway ramps coming down that fucking hill. I had no runaway ramps. Coming down there, there's no, there's no ramps you could just jump off of. It's just straight road. And at the end of it, when I finally was able to be safe and go down at a decent speed, I, was, I, had, I, had, I think I was in 10th gear by that point, and I was probably going like probably around 70 miles an hour, mm-hmm. easily around 70-some miles an hour. Um, and my brakes literally had flames. I had flames coming from my tires on both sides of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Flames flying out, smoke and shit coming down. Finally, I was able to get to the side of the road, and I and I regained my brakes because I'm trying to do this in trucker terms and general terms for people. 
depending on how you brake, you could regain your brakes if you let the air hit your brakes and stop using them. So when you're trying to, when you're pushing down on your brakes, trying to hold it to break your speed down, you're only making your brakes worse. But if you allow the air and a gust of wind to hit your brakes, you could regain some braking power. So by that time I regained some braking power, I, I let it go and then my brakes were on fire. My mechanics got out. Um, they tried to use a fire extinguisher, but it didn't fucking work. Mm. Mind you, this was a shit company. The that, fire extinguisher didn't work. The fire extinguisher didn't work. Mm-hmm. What did I say? You said that, but the way you said it could um, also imply that they used a fire extinguisher and it didn't put out the flame, if you know that. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah. They, they pulled out the fire extinguisher, tried to use it, and it didn't fucking work. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and mind you, th- this is a company that did not care about safety at all. Um, then I pulled my fire extinguisher that I had in the truck and it didn't fucking work. So now I'm on the side of the road with the truck with flames coming out of it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> now we ended up calling the fire department. They came out. They were there probably like two minutes. They put the shit out um, and they were just like, yo, what happened? You know, mm-hmm. but that I was in fear for my life and I, I couldn't believe what had just taken place. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens when you when you marry the inexperience of a driver and a shit company. That company that Madero's worked for needs to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. He needs to be held accountable for his lack of, um, his, just his lack of knowledge and him freezing up. See, me, I didn't freeze up, mm-hmm. right? And my situation was pretty fucking dangerous. I could have hurt some people. Yeah. And um, the mechanic said, you should have kept going. What they wanted me to do is keep going so the flames could get put out. But there is logic to that. But when you're going down Bear Mountain, you go so far, you start going into Arvin. And now you got a bunch of innocent people. In that little town square down there, yeah. and I could have been killing people. So I was, I thought about the people that were ahead of me a few miles. I didn't think about, oh, I should just keep going till the flames go out. Fuck no. The mechanic said, you should have just kept rolling. I'm like, yo, after that moment, I knew a million percent that my safety is in my hands. Shortly after that, I quit that job and found another one. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, you know, but I, I just and then when I got back to the yard, it was a bunch of people there like laughing, like, <laughs> you good, man? That was crazy, huh? And they thought the shit was funny. I just got out the truck, walked right to my car, and drove home. There's nothing funny about your sorry ass equipment fucking up mm-hmm. and you think it's a joke. And the next day he said, Hey, you ready to go to work? I'm like, No, I'm taking tomorrow off. Mm-hmm. I didn't come in. I needed a day to clear my mind, and I couldn't believe that I was with a company that actually made money being this fucking sorry. Mm-hmm. That was ridiculous. I've never dealt with anything like that. Was the only I, that's you have a few near death experiences, but that was a true near that death experience based on them not giving a fuck, man. Yeah, I could have died. I could have killed somebody and died that day. I don't take that lightly. When I do my pre trips now, I'm looking at everything. Mm-hmm. And I actually work for a company that actually cares about safety, though. They actually care about safety. They actually care about things getting fixed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I noticed little things. I noticed uh, recently one of the leaf springs had broken. I told my boss. He was like, okay, boom. He, I, I took a different trailer, came back. That other one that had a broken leaf spring was already fixed. Um, I seen a hanger that had a crack in it. He got the mechanic get there. Mechanic fixed it. But it's up to the driver It is up to the driver to do a proper pre-trip on your truck and your trailer before you go on the road because you can kill somebody. Mm -hmm. 
You need to know where every button is located. You need to know where the jake brake is located. You need to know if it's starting to bog down and not work as good. You need to make sure your oil levels are high so you don't have truck failure. You need to make sure everything is working. Mm-hmm. Because if it's not, it could be the difference between some people dying and living. And, man, I this is one of the first times I really had to talk about trucks on this podcast. Yeah. Now it's really a trucker's mind podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. But this shit hit close to home, man, because I, yeah. do, I do this shit for a living. Yeah. And I actually care about people, and I want to make it home. And to make it matters worse, as of now, I haul gasoline. So I'm hauling a highly volatile product. Yeah. And when people try to cut me off or flip me off, I'm like, dude, do you not realize I could kill everyone in your car uh-huh. and blow everybody else up on the fucking road? But you think it's a game? Mm-hmm. I've had people brake check me while I was fully loaded or empty because they was mad about something I like I had to get over in traffic. And because they road rage and they're jumping in front of me, hitting their brakes. Like, do you know if I don't hit my brakes when you do that, mm-hmm. I could literally drive over you and keep going like nothing ever happened. Yeah. And it's and if people don't get it, man, these trucks don't play with an 18 wheeler. You will be underneath that motherfucker. Man. That's crazy. Yeah, no, dude. I think I think there is something too. Like I I I think he should be held accountable just because um even even an average even if he wasn't a truck driver and that same sort right. of thing happened where you know he was uh, a person was driving recklessly in just a regular car yeah. there would have been some consequences to that 100%. too. Excuse me. I think that um just human nature, everybody is built a little bit different, right? Yeah. So you, in that situation, you were able to kind of s- slow down your, uh, you know, probably slow down your breathing, you know, yeah. the game just kind of, you know, how they how they talk about a guy like LeBron, how the game slows down for him, or yeah. Steph Curry, like the game is just moving in slow motion. Um, that probably was a similar thing that happened to you. But some people don't have the uh, the composure to, to handle those type of situations. I can remember um, when I was playing football in high school, they would always preach this idea of um, training us like um, like milit- like the military or like Marines right. or something like that. So they would say like, you know, we're putting you through these highly stressful situations. We're making sure you um, we're running plays while you're tired. You, you know, we're giving you calls while you're tired. We're doing all these type of things. So right. come Friday night, when you're when you're in the game and you're a little bit tired or you know it's you know however many fans in the stands and people going crazy it's high pressure situations like you'll be able to compose yourself yeah and um i don't think that that guy probably had been in any type of stressful situation no and he's a young guy too yeah so um i think that's you know partly on the company that that trained him or the you know whoever gave him his license and you know on himself as well i think you know there's a certain uh, gravity that comes with just being a truck driver in general or right. just doing any sort of dangerous job. And right. I think um, it's important for the people that are, you know, operating machines or doing doing these things that they are understanding and um, kind of mentally processing, processing things that can go wrong. Like, you know, right. whether it's doing some mental reps, like, okay, let me, you know, if I am in this situation, I need to do this. Or if I am in this situation, I need to do that. Because I feel like, and this is me just being very green, I don't drive trucks, but um, I feel like there are 
a lot of, you know, scenarios on the road, but you can kind of pinpoint what you should do in each scenario right. if you have a general grasp of, you know, how to operate, drive a truck and stuff like that. Right. And um, he may not have ever been in that scenario, but if he understood, you know, like you were saying, a Jake break, if he understood, you know, putting his car into certain gears, if he understood, you know, what to do when... I mean, me not even being a truck driver and I see off ramps, I kind of understand like what should happen in those scenarios. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's me not even understanding any of that. But I, I think there's something to that. I, I can remember when I got into I got into an accident on the freeway and um, I was uh, probably just maybe a mile or so. Like I had literally just got on um, on the freeway and had only been driving for maybe a mile and some change. Right. Um, and it was like middle of the day, so the traffic was, uh, it wasn't heavy, and then it just got heavy all of a sudden. So while I am trying to um, look over my left shoulder and, and switch lanes, all the traffic has stopped in front of me in the slow lane. So I, when I turned, by the time I turned around, all the traffic was stopped. So I swerved um, just instinctually in like, Thinking back on it now, it, it could have been like a very lethal accident. Oh, yeah. Because if I, um, if there was somebody like next to me in that lane, um, it would have been either me not getting over and then just running into the car, or if I did try to get over in that situation, like I would have just hit that car and then it would have been a whole. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just think about that, you know, and I'm extremely blessed to, you know, be alive and not right. have even only have a dent in my car. But when I, uh, when I seen that, I swerved. First thing I did, and then as I swerved, I hit the back of the car, and I like did a whole like I literally touched every lane. So I swerved all the way to the Shit. left, and then all the way back to the right until like I just landed in the dirt on the side of the road. And in the moment, like it was so slow, mm -hmm. like I was just like you know operating in a way where i knew exactly what i was doing yeah. uh, the car was completely out of control like i i wasn't able to like control it but i was able to control yeah. you know what i could control at least and you know i got myself in a position where you know it probably could have been a little bit worse like i could have ran into the divider or you know i could have just been swerving or flipped the car over or whatever the case may be but i think that's kind of like um I don't know exactly where that comes from, but some people have a certain temperament where right. they're able to handle stressful situations. Yep. And I think that, you know, that may come from, like I was saying, the football situations or just, you know, your natural temperament or I think it's natural. whatever the case may be. But um, yeah, I think that knowing that, I think that's the type of thing that's important when it comes to uh, hiring certain people or giving yeah. people their license and stuff like that because you still won't know though yeah yeah you don't know exactly how people are going to act in certain mm -hmm. situations but i just think it's um it's it's important just to have it you know maybe there's an idea where you can see it you know outside of real life situations i think it's also true that a lot of these companies and i'm gonna put them on blast because fuck them cr england crst um jb hunt um there's quite a few more prime they're getting a bunch of new drivers and putting them in these trucks with minimal training just so they could run those fucking loads. There's a bunch of inexperienced drivers all over America running into people doing dumb shit because they train the drivers just good enough to get them on the road. Oh, don't forget fucking um, uh, not, uh, 
uh, oh my God, Swift. Uh, Swift might be the worst, but they, sounds like all the bigger companies that you see yeah, driving on the freeway. Yeah, man, and they get all these fucking drivers and put them on the road. It's basically like a CDL farm, mm-hmm. and they use their own. Um, they use they they get these guys get their CDLs with um they use people within their company to be the like the trainers, mm-hmm. and it it's, it fast tracks these drivers into getting it done. And the DMV allows this because there's too many drivers that need CDLs, and it overruns the amount of availability for the, uh, the DMV to do it. Mm. The DMV doesn't have the manpower to get everybody trained with CDLs. Mm. So they rely on the companies to do their own training. Yeah. And honestly, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I know some guys I went to trucking school with. Those motherfuckers had no business being in a truck. There's one guy that I got my license with, or actually, I got my license, but he didn't because I was one of the, the students that snitched him out. And I don't snitch on people, but this guy was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Like, he was at school drunk. Um, like, literally during the daytime, we'd be doing training. He was in the truck in the in the actual facility. And you could smell the beer on his breath. Yeah. Until he would get some gum and, and people started noticing he was drinking. And like me and six of the students said, hey, yeah, this guy's drunk. And then people would say like, well, I don't see the big deal. I do. I couldn't live with myself if I allowed that motherfucker to get on the road and he kills innocent families because I didn't speak up. What did, uh, what happened to him? Did they-, got, they kicked him out. Oh, okay. And I was glad they kicked him out. Mm-hmm. I was there to handle my business. I was there to get my license. Mm-hmm. But that guy was faded every night. And I figured, like, it's not a big deal if he's not drunk during the daytime. If he's just getting faded at night when we're studying at the hotel, no big deal. But this motherfucker was buzzed out during Mm -hmm. the day while we were doing training in the truck. Mm -hmm. And then, like, me and, like, four other drivers noticed it. And then two other people said, hey, we got to get him out of here. And we got him to fuck out. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been times where I've called CHP, um, and people are like, well, you shouldn't do that, man. It's another truck driver. Well, I couldn't live with myself if I allowed this driver that's going 82 miles an hour on Highway 58, which is a 55-mile-per-hour zone that's swerving around cars. Mm-hmm. If I allow him to do that, somebody's going to die, bro. Yeah. I've called CHP and said, hey, it's this company. It's this truck. He's going this fast. This is where he at. Boom, boom, boom. Dude, you got to do your part. When Did you they do- come out? Um, I don't know if they caught him, mm. but I called. Mm-hmm. I don't, and me, I don't give a fuck what any other drivers doing, long as they're not putting people in, in danger. Mm-hmm. But when I see them driving crazy, I'm like, yo, I gotta call CHP. Mm-hmm. You know, what I, type of like crazy stuff have you seen as far as like truck drivers? Truck drivers? Like, what like have I seen? Reckless driving. Oh man, I've seen a truck go on almost ninety. Oh my gosh! It was on I five. It was probably like three in the morning. I just got through delivering a load off highway. Uh, highway, it was Highway 46 and I-5. I delivered to a Chevron right there in that whole little strip. And the dude just, like, he was going so fucking fast. Like, you could feel his trailer just, boom. Mm-hmm. He was gone. More than likely, this guy had radar. 90 feels fast in a car. Like, if a car drives by you 90 miles per hour, You think fast. you know what... I say he was going high 80s at the least. If you if you think you know what 90 feels like, imagine how it feels when you are on the road and a dude jumps in the fast lane by you. Boom. I was like, "Fuck." Mm-hmm. I couldn't even fucking I didn't I couldn't even comprehend what was going on. One, I was awake, but it was late as fuck. So it's almost like you're awake, but your um your alertness is starting to become more mm-hmm. and more depleted. 
over mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo. And I looked at mine and I was going 60. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I go anywhere from 55, 58, 60, right in there. You're going 60, they're not going to fuck with you because mm-hmm. it's so close to 55. They don't really trip. But mm-hmm. 60 is fast for me. I feel like I'm flying in a truck. <laughs> 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 uh, this is California, though. That We're, we're leveled at 55, but 60. Man, you get to Arizona, they flying on the road. Oh, man. When I first got my license and I was out in Texas, man, there was a bunch of owner ops with massive stacks. That would never be legal in California, but mm-hmm. massive stacks on their truck. Um, they, their shit's lit up like a Christmas tree all over the side of it, mm-hmm. um, and they be going 85. Yeah. Yeah, the truck speed out there, I think it's 70 to 75, I believe. Yeah, I've seen trucks yeah. in, in my, like I'm driving back from school going through uh, New Mexico, Arizona, right. and all that, and trucks is flying faster than me. Oh, yeah. I'm like, dang, what am I? And then you look at your own uh, speed, you're like, yo, I'm going 70, I'm going 65, like I ain't. I ain't driving slow, and they just yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they, I, dude. It's it's just different, man. Mm-hmm. What I what I will say is this before I forget. Um, in regards to the the ramps that you get off on, um, the the runaway ramps. Here's the deal, and a lot of owner apps won't admit it, but when you get on those ramps, there's a couple things that can happen to you. If you get off on a runway ramp, for one, more than more times than none, they will stop you. Like you, you will be able to. The truck will be able to stop and and it'll be safe. But here's the difference: one, if you go on the run the the escape ramp, they're gonna have to tow you out of there, and that's gonna be an expensive bill. Okay, that's one thing. Another thing is it could fuck your front end up on your truck. So if you go in that sand, boom, your bumper's fucked up, your frames all dented. That costs money, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of people are choosing, you know to go down a steep hill with no brakes instead of going to the runaway ramp because it's going to come with a price tag. Yeah. What I would like to see is if they if they looked at his call logs to see if he called his company because if he was scared calling his company and, and they said, no, just go down the hill, it doesn't matter, then they chose that load over people. You never choose the, your load over human life. That's one thing that I, you know, I'm not, uh, super versed in the actual right. you know proceedings but um i am curious to know um how they came to that conclusion what type of evidence did the jury hear mm-hmm. as far as like you know some some of the details that mm-hmm. uh allowed them to convict him cuz it seemed like like pretty conclusive but as, yeah. as, as far as from the outside looking in all we know is that there is a, a truck driver that got 110 years mm-hmm. and his brakes failed on him but there was probably like you were saying some more details as far as oh it's a lot more putting it putting it in neutral and mm-hmm. you know passing up the uh the, the the ramps and stuff like that there's probably way more than that because yeah you know, mm-hmm. there's video now there's more videos that of people that were on the road with Maderos that day mm-hmm. and one dude was like oh shit and you see the truck just boom yeah and I'm like yeah this guy fucked up like he and the thing about it man <clears throat> is is I can't what what I can do and I feel like two things could be true I can have empathy for him I have empathy for him because he probably was working for a shit company he was inexperienced and if he could have that day back he would totally do it. That's so, right. so unfortunate. You know, you, not, sorry to cut you off, but mm-hmm. this reminds me of the situation where you were, um, 
You were talking about the drunk driver. Yeah, I know. I was about to go there. Yeah, and I'll let you finish. But basically, mm-hmm. that idea of like, yo, in, in an instance, your whole your whole life can change. And mm-hmm. then the guy goes in and, you know. You are game. one fucked up decision from your life being completely different. We talked about that drunk driver kid that was 18 years old, ran into somebody going the opposite way on the intersection, killed the kid. Killed the guy, but he ended up getting like vehicular manslaughter. And for where wherever he was from, he ended up getting one year plus a couple years probation. Um, he went to prison for that year, was beat up every day, and then he got gang raped and got HIV from one of the dudes that raped him. And it's all stemmed from him being a drunk driver and killing an innocent person, mm-hmm. folks. You don't. A lot of people don't realize that you are one really fucked up decision away mm-hmm. from having your whole life change. I don't know who needs to hear this, but people die in car accidents. I don't know. I don't know. You know, so when you the next time you get in your car, try to be a little less distracted. And I, and people that like know of me or know me from the podcast or have me on Instagram, they'll be like, but I seen you. You had your phone out. You had your phone on. You were on there. Well, look here. OK, I did have my phone out. <laughs> I, I did take a picture of the, you know, the, you know, the, 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 what do you call it? Like, I guess the ambiance or maybe yeah. I seen something. The clouds look beautiful that day. Yeah. Right. But what I want you to notice if I do post those videos, my following distance from the truck or the car or whatever in front of me is massive. Mm-hmm. There's a massive gap. There's usually not a, any cars or trucks around me when I take the, the videos, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I feel like I do it safe. But honestly, should you be on your phone at all? Fuck no. Yeah. You shouldn't be on it. So I'm not going to be a hypocrite. But what I will mm-hmm. say, what I will say is, is there's a lot of people who are very distracted. Yeah, you know, people text message. I don't text people when I'm at work at all. Mm-hmm. I might it might be like a you know a quick reply or something, but I don't text people. You know, extended conversation through text. I've seen truckers swerving on the road with their mm-hmm. phone texting somebody, mm-hmm. and I blow the horn like, and I point at them like, "Hey, get your shit together, man! You know, <laughs> get your shit together, dude. What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, it was a really a windy day on Highway 58, and trucks. I knew trucks had been getting blowed over last week, huh? Uh, I don't think it was last week, but just yeah. in general, Highway 58 is really bad. The winds mm-hmm. get really high. Mm-hmm. But and me, I'm in a tanker, and a tanker is different based on it's more like uh, it's the it's, shape of it. Uh. The shape of mm-hmm. it, yeah. It's got a uh, a lower center of gravity, mm-hmm. um, and it's oval like it's almost oval shaped. Yeah, so, so that wind is kind of like it cuts chilling it. around it. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. it, it's cut. It, it, what's what aerodynamics? I guess mm-hmm. it kind of cuts it. Yeah, so I'm a scientist. Huh? So look at us. We scientists. Yep. Uh, Bill Nye the nigger guy. (laughs) (laughs) Nigger. 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 Bill Bill Nye the nigger guy. Bill. 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 Nigger. 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 (laughs) Somebody's going to turn this podcast off. You're saying the N-word. I got to get out of here. I thought this was about trucks. Uh, Wouldn't that be wild if we randomly get like... 50,000 listens this week because when people are going to look for the information on the guy, they just, you know, you know, pod, searching podcasts or whatever, and ours is at the top of the list. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. Yeah, and then we're yelling the N-word. They're like, oh, my God. This has nothing to <laughs> do with the case. Fast. That's wild. My kids are in the car, man. I can't <laughs> listen to this. 
Imagine this is like some racist dude from the south. That's right. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> it's music to my ears. Can you imagine like somebody holding like a like you know how the flags be on a stick? Yeah, he'd be like waving a little Confederate flag. <laughs> yes, right, baby. Say it again. Somebody had chop it up and then just have it playing in their car every now and then. He's like, I just want to freeze it right here. <laughs> I don't care about nothing else about the podcast. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. funny. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I don't got too much on this. We've been on this for a while. Um, my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone affected, <coughs> including uh, uh, Aguilera Maderos. Um, yeah. This shit is, it's, it's tough, and he's a young guy. I don't think his whole life should be taken. If it was up to me, right, it would be either four to ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And then he has a chance to still have a life. Yeah. Um, Take his I, license away, maybe. Yeah. I do believe it was an accident. I don't think he had intent to hurt anyone, but I think he fucked up. But that, I, that's that's the, the heart. That matters to us as human beings right. with a heart. Um, but a lot of that doesn't really matter in the, the court of law. Like, if you accidentally shoot somebody, if you accidentally do yep. a lot of things... Um, it, it just you know it doesn't even matter. I don't think this applies, but what what's the, what is supposed to say the ignorance of the law is not. But I don't think that applies to this situation at all. Yeah, yeah, I think kind of though. I mean, I don't know if he was ignorant of the law or not, but um, there might have been some some ignorance. There. He might have been a little bit ignorant <laughs> of the law because as a truck driver, it's our job to read every sign, and he avoided several signs to actually make himself safer, along with you know. The escape ramps, he had multiple attempts. Yeah. And he fucked up royally. Somebody, I mean, it's the, the saddest part about all of this situation is it's Christmas next week. Yeah, I know. And and the families don't have their, fam, the families that died don't have their family members. And yep. Maderos is in prison and he's not able to be with his family. And yep. he, the 110 year sentence has to suck the soul out of a person, you know. And, and he was like, I'm begging you, please. And the, the tears was real and... You know, we literally just talked about this last week about, you know, yeah. how the holidays is not really so, you know, joyous for a lot yeah. of people. And this is 100 percent. Well, I don't want to keep dragging on with it. Um, whew, you guys be safe on that road. This shit ain't no joke, man. Yes. It ain't no joke, man. Mm-hmm. It's people that die in car accidents every day. Mm-hmm. And I think that anybody that has a family member who passed in a car accident would agree that it's important to take this shit serious. Yeah. Remember back in the day when you first got your license and you took so much pride in how it felt to get on the road? Mm-hmm. You would just drive anywhere for no reason. You'd be going to the store. If anybody needed something for the store, you was happy to go take them. And ten and two. He was loving it. You was driving ten and two because you was still very green. Yeah. You know. Remember how that felt? You need to regain some of that same love of driving again, and you need to understand how much of a privilege it is to drive, and not only drive a car, but also drive a commercial vehicle. When I get in the truck, I am the truck. Yeah. I control the truck. It doesn't control me. In my hands, it is not a death machine. It is merely a vessel to get product from A to Z. Every now and then, I'll do, I'll do like a, a low-key reset of my driving. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, you know, I don't be texting a lot, a lot, or like checking my phone. Sometimes I'll change a song, or I'll, um, you know, respond to something, or you know, maybe whatever, like dial the phone number. Right. Uh, but for the most part, I don't be texting, texting like that. But um, sometimes, like if I catch myself, like uh, I think it was last night, 
I don't even know. If, I don't even think I was on my phone, but I was driving and it was on one of the back streets, mm-hmm. and I just found myself like almost on the other side of the street. Mm. Um, so what I what I do in those moments is like I'll just like reset it and I'll basically get like I'm in driving school or something like that, and mm-hmm. then, you know make sure I'm turning my signal and all, oh, yeah. all these different things um, just to kind of like re yeah. recalibrate in a sense. You need to recalibrate, man. That's why if I'm not well rested, I won't go to work. If I if I'm not well rested, yeah, you know this. You have to be in the zone. You have to be ready. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I don't want to keep beating you guys over the head with the same shit. All right, switching gears. Billie Eilish. Um, Billie Eilish spoke candidly about her porn addiction. Yeah. And it's it's kind of a it's a hell of a story. Um, Billie Eilish spoke about her her addiction to porn uh, really astro- really destroyed my brain. In quote, uh, Grammy Awards uh, winning singer Billie Eilish spoke candidly about her addiction to watching pornography and the way it negatively affected her, saying she n- now feels incredibly devastated that I expo- I was exposed to to so much porn. Eilish shared. Her thoughts on the Howard Stern show on Monday, she opened up about the way that watching pornography destroyed her brain. As a woman, I think porn is a disgrace, she said. I used to watch a lot of porn, to be honest. I started watching it when I was 11. I think that's wild. Crazy. I think it really destroyed my brain, and I feel incredibly devastated that I was exposed to so much porn. Um, what the fuck? Why are these little... I hate these pop-ups that come up, you assholes. I have to, I have to go around that now because they blocked it off of the fucking pop-up. Anyways, um, the first few times I know I, you know, I had sex, I was not saying no to things that were not good. Um, it was because I thought that's what I was supposed to be attracted to. She said, I'm angry that porn is so loved and I'm so angry at myself for thinking it that was that it was OK. She continued, women's bodies don't look like that. We don't come like that. Um, this isn't the first time Eilish has shared her a view of pornography in her song male fantasy Alice sings about distracting herself with pornography and comparing herself to the woman in the video i hate that i hate the way she looks at me i can't stand the dialogue she would never be that satisfied in a male fantasy exposure to pornography has never been easier as the internet and social media make it easily accessible um for decades researchers detailed harmful effects of repeated exposure to pornography but that conversation has typically circled around men women have finally been added to the conversation with with the reese within the recent years but studies still often skews towards men leaving women is simply an added statistic instead of a necessary piece of the puzzle that needs to be solved we know that repeated exposure harm mean exposure harm mean and women in different ways um here's the deal man I think what we need to realize is this. I don't think this is a one size fits all. Um, I think that the average person may watch porn and it's more of a, how do you call it? Um, generally speaking, it's like people just use it to watch it or probably masturbate and move on with their life. Mm-hmm. I don't think the average person is addicted to porn. A porn addiction is a person that is literally operating off of this thing. Yeah, And I think that she, and here's what we need to understand also is porn doesn't come to us. We go to porn. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. So we can't blame porn for our addiction. We just went to this thing and got addicted. Mm -hmm. Like people who are alcoholics, alcohol didn't come to you. You went to it. Yeah. And now you're addicted to it. You have addictive behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I do agree with what she says in regards to porn setting these unrealistic standards because it's it's so far from reality. It's actually a, a vacation from reality. Mm-hmm. Like like if you go to your porn search and you put in big booty Latinas, you're gonna have millions and millions of videos of big booty Latinas. That's not how the world works. From decades, yeah, huh? Except from de- different decades. D- yeah, that's yeah. not how real the real world works. Mm-hmm. You know. Whatever your porn search is, I don't want to get in your guys' business, but <laughs> that ain't how it work. Mm-hmm. It ain't it ain't normal for women to look like this. Yeah. It's not normal for women to have sex like that in videos. That's a fact, you know. Yeah, it ain't normal. And, it, you, and you and if anybody has ever had like listened to a, a interview or a conversation by a female that does porn, you realize like how uncomfortable they are a lot, a lot of times. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, it's it's. <clears throat> The things you see in there, it's like, it's it's not normal to have a 10-inch cock. That's not normal. Yeah. That's not what people walk around with. Mm-hmm. But if if a woman's favorite search is big penises, then she PBCs. will see millions, she will see millions of videos of large penises. Mm-hmm. And then what's going to happen in her regular life when she finds some guy she likes and his penis is not 10 inches, now she's like, this guy's got a small penis. Yeah, he might have five and a half. You know, and, and the and you know, I was telling you before on 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 top of that, even uh even if the guy um she meets doesn't have one, but there's also a chance that a regular guy walking around the street does have one of those things, and she thinks like he gonna you know give her the time of her life, but in reality she gonna be sore. It's gonna be killing her. Yeah, yeah. A woman's vagina is not that big. Well, some of y'all probably got big vaginas. Yeah, some of y'all got that bucket. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, women aren't they women don't be taking 12 inches. That's not mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, if she wants to be in a hospital, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, which th- those videos with those women in it and I don't even know if they're enjoying it. Yeah. I, that's what I was saying. And a lot of porn stars will say, "No, it was very uncomfortable." When I, and, and they'll be like, "If I am having sex in my normal life i'm having sex with the guy with the average size penis yeah that's correct yeah so it's like even the porn stars don't adhere to those things that they do in their videos yeah it's just act yeah it's just an act man Mm -hmm. it's it's like the wwe of sex Mm -hmm. you know and in sex i think that porn has affected us a lot in just our daily lives when it comes to how people have sex. Like when women are doing certain things or they're giving you fellatio and slapping themselves in the face with your penis and shit, this is not normal. Like it's a you, lot of it's a you lot learn of this thing. shit from watching videos, dude. You you also realize like your favorite position is probably shaped by porn. Probably. Cause there's no way of like, you know, you just you you get all your moves from it's like watching bat you know, watching Steph Curry yeah. play right now. Everybody's shooting three pointers. But if you yeah. see some new hidden hitting a girl from the back every other video, you're like, Oh, this is my favorite position. The same way Kobe practiced all those shots and moves is the same <laughs> way when you watch porn, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna try that move. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's pretty much what it is. And I think society has molded how they they not so much view set. And by the way, like you can't the shit that you see in there, like Putting your foot on somebody's head while you hit, like, you can't do that to a regular one. Can you imagine mm-hmm. if you try to put your foot on a girl's head while you're hitting it? Not only the, yeah, right. Not only is she called the police. Oh, not only is the sex unrealistic, but the scenarios are also like, not, I don't think people get as distorted by the scenarios, but right. definitely like the uh, uh, Bang Bros. Yeah, where you'd be bad. thinking, like, oh, um, 
you know, dudes is just riding around in a van, like, you know, as a kid, you'd be like, yo, if I get a if I get an Astro van and pull up on these girls, then hey, you need a ride. Yeah. Oh, dang. That would not work. Yeah, you can't just ride around the van and ask girls that they need a ride. Exactly. They will call the police. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can't you can't act like a director and have and then have a, a backroom couch and just be like, hey, <laughs> we're doing a movie here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's not that's bad, man. But, yeah, but I, I really don't. I think two things. I think porn is bad, and I don't think it's bad at the same time. I think porn is bad because it sets a, a, a extremely, extremely unrealistic viewpoint of of sex. And I, but I think it's decent for people, especially it's decent for people that just want to use it recreationally and move on with themselves and don't have an addictive behavior towards it. Yeah, you know that you know you know who probably watches more porn than literally anyone, married men. Yeah, I think married men. The only thing that keeps them from probably not cheating and running cheating. off on their wife is that they they get to watch them videos, bro. That's what Wax said. Wax was talking to yeah, Charlotte yeah. I was like, "What do you mean? I got I got porn." Yeah, <laughs> I was he's, like, "What?" Yeah, but this is the funny thing because he's like, "I don't." He's like, "Yeah, man, I, I don't cheat on my wife, man. You know, I got I got I got porn. You know, I got I got I got Bang Bros, and then I got Carla." He's like, "Yo, why is Carla third? <laughs> yeah, yo. So, ladies, if you ever, I'm just keep it real because this is these conversations are very in depth here on the Trucker's Mind podcast, ladies. If you catch your man. And he got his porn selection up or something, or you find out he's watching porn, leave him alone. Yeah. Leave him alone. Don't tell him shit. I like like I think it's a little bit selfish in that's, a way. That's keeping your marriage intact. Yeah, leave him alone. Cause if he can't get his rocks off when you're on your period or yeah, you know, when I'm you tired working or whatever the case may be, you know, he gotta he it is it's either gonna be his hand or Hannah. Yeah, it's gonna be his hand, or it's gonna be somebody's ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you, yeah. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. And honestly, too, it, I don't even want to know. Like, first of all, I don't want to. Like, if I had a girlfriend or if I was married, I don't want to know my wife's porn search. I want. I don't want to know shit. Yeah. I feel like her pleasure besides me is her <clears throat> business. I don't want to know nothing about it. That I, would be. That would have all kind of yeah effects on your brain. You make me insecure. Yeah. I don't want to know you look at ten ten foot cocks on there. It might be worse if she look up little penises. Oh like man, her fetish is micro penises. Oh man, Cho- what? My big dick ain't good enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh dang! You find out that she's in some totally different. Oh man, that'd be wild. Oh my goodness! Imagine- I was uh-huh. the craziest thing happened to me one day. I was trying to register like some domains, uh-huh. so I have, right now I have a. Uh, a website is uh, kfings.art and it just has like links to the podcast and my music and mm-hmm. YouTube and stuff like that. And um I don't know if it's still I don't know if it's still I'm going to do it I'm going to do it I'm going to do it live. Hold on. Mm. Let me see. What's going on man? Talk us through it, Keith. Hold on. Let me let me pull it up first to see if it's still it's still in effect. Oh. Uh. Yeah, it should still be there. Okay. So um, I was like, "Yo, let me uh, let me look up, um, let me register kfings.com so I can uh-huh. use that as my link in my bio, and I just put all my articles and stuff on there." Okay. And um, I'll let you look it up on your phone because I don't want to like twist the thing around. But um, when you see, when you see it, just you know, give me your first initial. What response. on Google? 
Just type in kfings.com into your Really? Whatever. Yeah, your, okay. yeah, your browser. Whatever. All right. <clears throat> okay. Okay. It's still loading. I'm going to talk you guys through what I'm seeing here. It's still loading. Uh, what's going on? Is it not showing up? It's not showing up right now. What is it? Let me see. It's just showing like it's showing like it's just white screen. Oh, uh, okay. I'll let you just look at my at my at my thing there. And you can scroll down. Wow. No way. With two fingers. Oh. Just use the arrow. What the fuck is that? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. It didn't, it didn't go down. Can you see? Actually go scroll down a little bit. Oh, I got you. the fuck is that, dude? Wow. Wow. Yikes. There's a bunch of... It is a... When you put in kfings.com, it is a fucking Asian porn site. Yeah. And it is in all in Chinese letters, man. It, it looks like a, an It looks like an anime. <laughs> it's like the Dragon Ball Z of porn. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was about to say, <laughs> do it, Kakarot! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit crazy, dude. It's a fucking porn site. Yikes. Yeah. So there was a moment where um it was actually another Asian website um before it was that and it was like a like a business or something. Like kfings.com was a completely different business. And then it was a time period where it was free and I was and I never bought it. I should have. And then um when I looked on there again when I was trying to make my new website, it was just straight Straight Asian porn. Wow, yes. that's nuts. So if anybody out there is, has a you know like they're interested in the Asian porn or whatever, just put in kfings.com. Wow, I don't even see how that translates. Yeah, I don't even know what kfings means in uh when in whatever Chinese. Or, it's probably somebody that like if you if you meet somebody and you go to China and, then, and you give them your like email, they're like email me this. You're like all the kfings. <laughs> Dang, my uh, name mean porno and <laughs> in Chinese. They don't even know, man. They don't even know you just a black guy. <laughs> Whoa, wait. Remember your guy that thought I was Asian? Yeah. What if yeah. he thought I was Asian because he actually liked that website and he Who was knows? like, "Oh, K Fings is yeah, yeah, that's yeah." Great. That's nuts, man. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, um, yeah. We live in a time where sex has oversaturated the internet, and I think it, it the conversation doesn't need to stop at porn. Um, it needs to keep going with you know how Instagram has overly saturated sex yeah there were there are literally only fans links in the bios on there and people it, it could be a person like yo go to my only fans yo hey have a nice day and then you probably go to their only fans and they like getting gangbang you'd be like this is like that's sarah that works at kmart what the fuck is going on it's so crazy i think <laughs> people have what i've seen like just from browsing through social media and stuff, people have like different versions of themselves yeah. based on different things. So yeah. one girl would be on Instagram and she'll have like, it won't be like too bad or too racy. It might be some bikinis here and there, some yoga pants. And then TikTok, 
maybe similar, but she doing all the trendy dances where she's showing her booty or whatever. And then there's uh the you know they got the link tree or whatever and yeah. the thing, and then it's the OnlyFans and a this and a this, and uh -huh. they do actual porn. And you like, yo, you got like five different versions of yourself yeah. on different social medias. Yeah. So like on Facebook, you're a Christian. You just post Bible scriptures. Instagram, you twerking. <laughs> Snapchat, you drunk. Yeah. And then um, then you got an OnlyFans where you having sex, and it's like this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the internet is is kind of I think the internet fast tracked how people view uh, porn. Yeah. You know, back in the day, they had DVDs and cassettes. Yeah, they like, really... That's... Yeah, it's interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, in that way, because you actually had to, like, set it up, you know? Like, you, it, it wasn't even as accessible. You had to, like, make sure nobody was home or, you know, make sure your kids were asleep or whatever, pop it in a DVD player. This is kind of like a, you know, kind of like a low-key, like, weird story but i remember i was probably like in eighth grade and um you know you know how it is we, we t uh you know preteens, teenagers and whatnot and we mm -hmm. finally kind of your hor hormones is racing and i went to one of my boys house and um he had probably i don't know if he stole it from his dad but his dad might have had like a dvd sitting around the crib mm -hmm. or whatever and um I went over, you know, I was just actually chilling, but he was like, yo, I got this porno. You should check it out. So he slipped it to me. He went upstairs um, and just gave me my space. And then I was at his house and he just gave me my space and he, you know, I popped it in and I was just literally just sitting there as like a 13 year old, 14 year old kid just watching people have sex. And I was just sitting on the couch. And it was just, I said, I to say, it was just a completely different time. Bricked up. <laughs> He yeah. left that part of the story. He was bricked up watching these people having sex. Thirteen year old Keith bricked up watching yeah. this shit, I was, man. Uh, yeah, watching. I was like Billie Eilish. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's why her voice like that when she sing now, because she watched so much porn. It's like, uh, what is it? Yeah. watching porn. She was. <laughs> she sing like the porn, like the the way the females in the porno videos. Yeah, dude, it's weird. The the just the whole the everything about porn is is fake though. Yes, it's and that's fake. The, but as that you know to Billie Eilish's point, when you're 11 years old and you see this, you you think it's real life. You don't even it doesn't even register to you that to some people that are very impressionable. Yeah. To me, I don't I don't. To me, when I watched it, I never I never lost like the reality aspect of it yeah um yeah I, I don't think i ever you know looked at porn in a way where i was like oh this is this is how it's supposed to be or this is how it's supposed to go i think mm -hmm. i think the only um <clears throat> excuse me the only discrepancy that i probably had is the length of it because when I lost my virginity, it was like 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for a lot of women because, like, we really think as men that we're doing something. Yeah. Like, I think it's if you watch porn, okay, whatever, fine. But I think you need to refer to science. When you start referring more to science and how women's bodies are, you start to learn that whatever you think you're working with or what you're doing, like, dick is cool to women, but they like all kinds of other forms of stimulation. Yeah. They like, you know, true. using your hands and using your mouth and stuff. Like that's that's what really takes them to that. Foreplay. Yeah, 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 exactly. That takes yeah. them to the next level. Like them actually liking you, them, you being a decent yeah. human being, that already is warming them up. Like if you actually look at it, refer to science, you know, you'll be good. Like the like 
Referring to porn over science is where the problem starts. That's yeah, that's right. Because if you think you're gonna be in there just like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, 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 but that, uh, that, that's, that's not good, man. So it's it's interesting, kind of, because there's so many layers to the the uh, the toxicity of porn. Right. Because right. in real life, the <laughs> foreplay is king. Like, in, yeah, I think any woman would tell you this. Like, if you spent more time on the foreplay, the kissing, the you know, the kind of a uh, uh, yeah. romantic part of of it. Um, by the time you have sex, it's going to be a much better experience for her. Yeah. And you don't have to spend 30, 45 minutes trying to make her uh, orgasm. Yeah. Um, but in porn, generally, it's like, hey, I got a package for you. And then they just like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that the, <laughs> that's a hilarious thing. Like, they've used UPS. <laughs> Fucking now it's probably Amazon. Mm-hmm. I'm, here to, I'm here to deliver a package. Oh, yeah. okay. Thank you. I don't think you understand. <laughs> I got another package I want to drop off. They be having some, so, like the the, the storylines have gotten better, but they still trash. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's some where they be like um, out at the club and then there's uh, there's a thing called Blacked and they will inter- oh, they'll interweave like <laughs> selfies and FaceTime and like a night out at the club. <laughs> Be like such and such is a rapper. I'm trying to get in his music video. Oh man, yeah, black. I, that shit is hilarious. Dude. <laughs> yeah, so. I just, I would say that I would say that on that there's there's very good. Uh, what do you call it? Um, the 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 like the way they they film it. It looks the really cinematography the cinema, is good. The cinematography is really yeah, good. Yeah, when I watch my porn, the cinematography gotta be. <laughs> it gotta look like a Disney movie or something. <laughs> oh I man! I can't be watching no ten ten eighty p. Oh, that's hilarious, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it, people got to <laughs> refer to science. You refer to science, you'll figure it out. Yeah, facts. Yeah, because yeah. and and mm-hmm. sorry to cut you off, yeah. but listen to women too. I think yeah, sometimes because we our first experience with sex was probably porn. Um, we're looking at the porn and assuming what a woman actually likes. A hundred percent. Because there may be a certain position that may be uncomfortable for a woman or a certain position that uh, just it just doesn't penetrate the woman or feel good to the woman. Like it may not even hurt, but it may not just feel that great. It just yeah. may be regular. And, you know, you will learn a woman's, what they like just through conversation and, you know, experimenting a little bit. But you got to have those conversations. Pro- you got to have it before. You can't just be having it. Yeah. Like during. Yeah. Cause then it's gonna do be. People awkward. still do that. People still be like, "Hey, what's your like before you smash? Like, what's your favorite?" Position? If you guys, if you guys are open enough to have that conversation, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be kind of awkward if you're trying to be like, "So, what exactly?" Do you <laughs> think, it's too late then. What do you think that we should? Uh, you want to try the other? <laughs> yeah, I could remember like, er, like you know, when I was a freaking eighteen, nineteen years old, maybe like you, you know, you start talking sexual or whatever. And that was always a conversation, like, and and for me, I would be trying to get into the sex conversation so fast. It'd be like, yeah, so what you have for breakfast? And she'd be like, oh, just some uh, sausage. Oh, so you like sausage, huh? What's your favorite position? <laughs> oh God. I was so oh, trash. Oh man, teenage trying to flirt, trash. Oh, they'd be like, "So what you having for lunch? Tacos? Oh, so you like them pink tacos, huh?" Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it could be anything. They'd be like, "So what's for dinner? Enchiladas? Yeah, hey, I got a couple inches for you. <laughs> I got a couple. I got a couple inches for your lada." <laughs> 
That's crazy. That is crazy. Oh, man. <clears throat> Good stuff. Yeah, man. Shout not, out to Billie Eilish. Yeah, shout out to Billie Eilish, man. I'm glad she... The only thing that... The only, my only knock on Billie Eilish <laughs> is she's 19. Is she 19, right? Or is she 21? I don't know how old she is now. I think she's a little... She probably, she probably 20... 20-something, 20, 26 or Yeah. Shit? No, she ain't that old. Uh-oh. She's super young. She's I know She probably hit 20, though. She might be 20, 21. Yeah. Because she she, when she first came out, she was like 17 F- or something. She said 15. 15, yeah. So she, it's been a few years and she... Yeah. Yeah. Well, folks, um, if you took anything away from that conversation... Um, I don't know. I guess change your porn search. Um, uh-huh. I guess watch the amateur stuff do, or something. Do you think... Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> do you think, like... There's a way to make it, I guess, more palatable for. I I don't even think. I don't know. I'm not suggesting that 11 year olds watch porn, but nah. I'm saying as far as like people trying to experience or learn they, or something, that there's a way they, to make it like more palatable. As they far just as gotta. Like, I, I think honestly, because to be real, if you think about your parents, most of the people listening, your parents never told you about sex. We just learned it. Like we found out, and just a lot of us, them, huh? we just learned. We found out through porn. A lot of us. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's that's how most. I feel like that's how most Americans find out about like sex is through porn. Yeah, and they just need to start coming out with different porn, like realistic porn. They do have um, some categories now that are like more romantic. <clears throat> not even that though. Like, mm-hmm. not even like just the romantic. Just like real, like realistic type stuff. But that's. It's not. It's it's kind of like because um, how they categorize it. I think that the the average porn, where it's like the BBC with the whatever, <laughs> that's they call that like more of a manly oh. type of porn. So like the the time the thing that I'm talking about is more like as far as like the way they look and the size and stuff. It's you know it's got it's got to be what it is because it's like some form of entertainment. But uh-huh. it's it's less like of like the deep throat and all that. It's kind of yeah. more like. Of uh, experience that more like know, humane, yeah, exactly. It's like free free range porn. <laughs> <laughs> free range porn. More like, uh, like that's the name of the pod. No, grass fed porn. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, uh, no hormones or steroids used in this, <laughs> in this porn. <laughs> that's funny. Yo, I wonder if that's a, a real category like vegan porn. <laughs> they not even having sex. They just sitting on the couch eating salads. I'm sure if you, uh, <laughs> I'm sure if you looked at vegan porn right now, it'd probably be some girl sticking a freaking cucumber up her vagina. <laughs> that, well, you can't do that though. That's, that's inhumane. You're doing the wrong thing to that vegetable, man. Right. Yeah. Peter ain't gonna be down with that. I don't like that. Peter's like that's inhumane. I'll say this one thing before we get before we change subjects. But it's funny when we talked about vegans and they say, like, I don't eat animals because I love animals. Mm-hmm. But, like, we talked about how plants are living organisms. Yeah. So since a plant is a living organism and you eat plants, you're still, like, eating something it, you're still it. eating something that has a life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always wonder, too, is it, like, vegan to swallow cum? I don't know. It's probably some girl that's vegan and she says, I hate eating meat, but she be swallowing a man that's eating yeah. Big Macs. <laughs> he just ate a Big Mac and he swallowed it. So it's Dang. like, yeah, you, you, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it's hypocritical, man. Yeah, cause, yeah, yeah. This motherfucker just ate a, uh, he just ate a chicken sandwich from Popeyes, and you talking about like, I don't eat meat. That's disgusting. Mm. I love animals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your boyfriend is an animal. <laughs> All right, switching gears. 
uh, Joe Biden and Kamala, and Kamala Harris, man. Um, <clears throat> this conversation came about when I, I like because I feel like me and Keith are impartial when it comes to uh, things such as politics. And Joe Biden has made some promises and has done some shit that's been like way backwards, man. Okay. We talked about Afghanistan, how he pulled the troops and whatnot. And I don't think there's a perfect way to do that type of thing. But he kind of double crossed a lot of people that um, like what do you call the people, the translators and people who helped us out there. Promised them, uh, promise them citizenship, promised them citizenship and whatnot and just fucking bailed on all of them. Mm -hmm. You know, he got the and got the troops out, and then that shit got taken over by the Taliban again. Yeah, you know, and it was just it was horribly executed. Okay, yeah. uh, not only that, then <clears throat> he made a pledge and a promise to student loan for student uh, student loan relief, and he just motherfucking lied. Mm -hmm. See, here's the problem I have with liberals and conservatives. Whenever their guy is in office, they they don't push back on anything that he's doing. Right. I, I, there's a lot of conservatives that Trump told blatant lies and they just went with it. But I'm not like that. I'm more liberal than anything, but I'm impartial when it comes to politics. So if I see somebody doing a bad job, I'm going to call them out. And in this case, let's talk about Joe Biden. Let's talk about Joe Byron. Um, <laughs> Joe Biden pleaded to forgive 10,000 in student loan debt. And here's what he's done so far. When the president elect Joe Biden was asked whether student loan cancellation figured uh, into his economic recovery plan, he declared it should be done immediately. Um, student debt is holding people up, end quote, Biden said, November 16, 2020. They're in real trouble. They're having to make choices between paying their student loan and paying rent. On the campaign trail, Biden had pleaded to cancel at least $10,000 of student loan per person. Right. Here's his tweet. No bill should pass without immediate generous relief for workers who are losing jobs and hours, small businesses losing revenue, and communities facing emergency needs. Another tweet. These goddamn pop-ups, you motherfuckers. Um, additionally, we should forgive a minimum of $10,000 uh, slash person of federal student loans, as proposed by Senator Warren and colleagues. Young people and other people debt holders bore the brunt of the la of the last crisis it shouldn't happen again one year later while biden has provided hundreds of thousands of borrowers with debt relief that ten thousand dollar promise remains unfulfilled here's a look at why and what he has done biden has focused on pre-exceeding forgiveness programs the biden administration approach to student loan relief began with improving extending or expanding a handful of programs that were already on the books we're working really hard to get students the relief that that they are entitled to through these pre-existing programs under secretary of uh education james caval to npr friday um so hold on while it's not loan forgiveness biden extended the pandemic pause on federal student loan payments that pause, pause don't do nothing that pause is now slated to lift in february his other actions essentially keep prompt uh, keep promises the u.s government had already made to borrowers rather than make new ones for example and this is what's other other examples here: total of permanent disability discharge. Like he hasn't done shit. He hasn't done nothing. And then the, the ten thousand dollars per person was a fucking lie. This is what people do. Politicians are dream sellers. They will sell you a dream. Yeah. They are no different than a car salesman trying to put you in a car that you have no fucking business being in and be like, mm -hmm. I you need this car. Mm -hmm. You need this sports car. But I have six kids, man. I know. And I know you can't fit them all in your car. 
The but payments are not going to be that bad. The payments aren't going to be that bad. You can just put the kids in the trunk. You don't need to put the kids in the back seat. Well, I need an SUV, man. No, you need this sports car for $200,000. Hear yeah. me out. Yeah. Politicians are bad car salesmen, man. Yeah. They are dream sellers, and that's what the fuck they do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here's the thing. The reason why... Oh, shit, the water bottle. The reason why <clears throat> uh, Donald Trump got put out as president was a couple of reasons. Um, one of them was motherfucker lied when, about COVID. He called it a, a democratic or a, a, a democratic hoax when, yeah. when it wasn't a hoax, first of all. And then he temporarily shut the country down, barely, barely shut it down, and said, "We'll be open by uh, we'll be open by Easter. Everybody will be back in church, no problems." And that shit didn't happen. Yeah, you know, due to his. His lack of care and his ineptitude is what got him kicked the fuck out of office. Mm-hmm. If there was no COVID, Trump would still be president. Yeah. Easily. Without COVID, Trump's still president. But since he blew it, and now you got a guy that came in, and this motherfucker's pushing vaccine, vaccines down people's throats. Yeah. Right? Which And it, the way it was getting pushed is problematic. Mm-hmm. Now they got a fourth shot. Like, goddamn, motherfucker shit. Yeah. You know? Booster shots and whatnot. Yeah, look, to each his own, I'm not, I'm not anti- vaccine at all i'm just like fuck and then all these regular all these um the the mandates that are happening and Mm -hmm. you know the masking up and this and that and it's like i get it but like when the fuck are we gonna go back to being normal again yeah like how long are you gonna you know be intruding on us but i don't want to veer too far from what i'm talking about um basically there's just a bunch of things that biden is doing that's just not okay bro Mm -hmm. then he's he's squeezing the american people by if you get paid or do something on the side through PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, it's getting reported. It's, it's got it's gonna get reported to the IRS mm-hmm. when it's over like six hundred dollars or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, why the fuck does the government feel like we need to give them more money when you already killing us on everything? We can't even wake up without getting taxed. If I take a ten minute nap. You tax five minutes of it, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so why the fuck? Did, like, and it's crazy that like, you know, I voted for Biden. I'm not proud of that shit. Mm-hmm. But we had a dumb motherfucker in there before him. Now we got this dude, and it's like, goddamn. But my the difference with me is I don't have a problem pushing back on a politician, even if I voted for him. If he's fucking up, he needs to be held accountable. And Kamala Harris, man. She went off on Charlemagne the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she didn't like the tone of Charlemagne. Yeah, you, you too used to you're too used to people that CNN and other liberal outlets kissing your ass, and then Charlemagne put you on the spot, and you didn't like that shit. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with a lot of politicians, like with CNN and MSNBC are liberal hubs, and then conservatives is Fox News and motherfucking the Blaze and all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And when Trump goes on Fox News, they sucking his cock instead of holding his fucking ass accountable. The yeah. same way with Biden, they gonna give him a lollipop and suck his ball sack when he goes to CNN mm-hmm. instead of holding his fucking old lying ass accountable. Yeah, and it's so old and it's so annoying and. I feel as liberals and conservatives, we need to push back against the machine. The machine are politicians who fucking lie to get in. Mm-hmm. We, we're, we, I, don't, I think we need to push back, but I also think we need to recognize the game. 100%. Because I think there's a lot, of, a lot of casual citizens out here that are, um, like I was telling you before, just have like the Biden sticker on the back <laughs> of their car, right. waving the, the Biden flag, or they got the Biden flag at their house, or even the Trump flag, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, 
they're so infatuated with this idea of like politicians that we're, they're almost looking at politicians as like celebrities or something. Right. But, you know, push back for sure. But also I think the, the, the genesis of pushing back is recognizing that these people are saying these things so they can get votes. 100%. Joe Biden, Joe Biden is on the breakfast club or Joe Biden is talking to Cardi B because he wants to get the black vote. That's it. It's not because he cares about us. It's not because, you know, he's going to do something for us when he gets in office. It's, it's, he's just playing the game and we don't recognize it. So when we see it, we like, Oh, Biden is on, or, you know, Hillary Clinton is talking to Charlemagne or Hillary Clinton is doing this. So we go to the polls and we vote for them thinking that they actually care about us. Yeah. But in reality, they're just, they're just doing their job. That's it. Yeah. Their job is to get elected. <laughs> After it. that, it, it's, you know, their job is not to get fired before the four years is up. That's it. That's all it is. And, and it's, and yeah, like you, yeah, <clears throat> Pushing back against the machine is re- just the, the the main way is recognizing mm-hmm. that these motherfuckers are just saying saying what they want to get elected. Yeah, and people says Trump was the best president ever. Oh, really? Okay, that wall he promised one it did not get built, <sighs> and they'll be like, yes, it did. It got built. They was building it before he would have had it finished if he got a second term. Really? Well, do you know that all it took was high crazy weather conditions and a high wind to knock the fucking wall down. Yeah, it literally did. I think we we talked about it on the podcast. The wall got knocked down. He also so, didn't. He, he I think the Trump's worst thing he did was he 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 never objectively um, communicated the wrongs of certain groups, like you know the the when they stormed the Capitol and in uh, the Proud Boys and all these different things. He never even even if you're. Um, I feel like even presidents in the past, they were they would have been able to articulate in a way where they said like, "Hey, I don't uh, what these people did was wrong," and calling them out by name. But with Tr- Trump, he kind of like tiptoed around certain right. groups if they did something uh, if they did something wrong. Here, here's the thing: uh, all these politicians, Kyle Rittenhouse, yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse is a hero. <laughs> <laughs> you don't shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> Now, look, here's the thing. Here's an article talking about it, too. Trump's wall winds blow over section of U.S.-Mexico border fence. <clears throat> a new section of the president, Donald Trump's signature wall along the U.S.-Mexico border has seen has been blown over in strong winds, U.S. officials say. Steel panels from the fence in the town of Calexico, California, were knocked down on Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. The concrete used to anchor the 30-foot-tall um, uh, uh, panels on in place had not yet set. Gusts of around 30 miles per hour were reported at the time. The U.S. National Weather Service said the fence is part of Trump's administration's ongoing construction project to stop illegal immigrant illegal migration across the 1,954-mile-long wall, U.S.-Mexico border. On Tuesday, Mr. Trump boasted at the campaign event in New Jersey that the wall was going to, to going up at a record speed. Well, it got blew over at a record speed. Mm -hmm. 30 miles per hour to be correct. These motherfuckers lie about shit and then people still support it because you haven't done your due diligence and you haven't done your research and you're another person who's a stupid liberal or a stupid conservative and you keep sucking the dick of these politicians instead of fucking holding them accountable. Mm -hmm. And they lie and they steal from the American people and they squeeze us. They squeeze us so fucking much that we can't wake up and take care of our families because... There's some new tax involved. There's inflation. Everything's going up. Everything costs money. Mm-hmm. Yet you think that you can support the same person that is indirectly oppressing you. 
Mm -hmm. The same person that said they would forgive $10,000 of your student debt, not only did they renege, renege on it. <laughs> renege. <laughs> renege, renege. <laughs> not only did they renege on that promise, but when the new year starts, they want their money back. That's the unfortunate part is because a lot of, uh, I think... Uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if any side, as far as a Republican or Democrat, does it more than the mm-hmm. other one. Um, but uh, that that youthful eighteen to twenty two year old uh, range, when they you know they tapping in, maybe visiting college campuses or having you know people you know pop up at college campuses, you know making people aware of the vote, you know voting and stuff that's happening, or even putting voting uh, polls at college campuses. Right. Um, you're kind of uh, rallying around, you know, the people that are affected by the lack of, you know, execution of exactly. this loan forgiveness. So, you know, for them to go out and vote for you because they, you know, believed in certain things that you were saying, only to have you turn around and and to to not do it. But I, I will say too, like, you know, even with Kamala Harris, like. The way she talked to Charlemagne and her tone yes. was, you know, is, you know, kind of aggressive at times. Oh, yeah. But I, I would I would just say that if if she would have stated in that interview, hey, we tried to do this, but there was some pushback here. We didn't get enough votes here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it fell apart when we were, you know, putting the bill together, whatever the case may be. If she would have just articulated it in, in that way, I think that people may have been more understanding. Yeah. But when you answer a question by talking about the good that you have done outside of the actual don't, yeah, question don't we're fi- talking about. Don't filibuster about. me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> don't so, fucking hey, what happened me. to the, the loan forgiveness? Well, we've done this, 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 and this in the community. The community, we've helped women um, with uh, birth rights. And, you know, it's just like, why are we, why aren't we talking about the topic that, you right. know, this is the thing that a lot of politicians do anyways. Yeah, let, let, let's stay on topic, Okay. <clears throat> He'd be like, so what about, and Charlemagne was on, like, literally, <laughs> Charlemagne did not give a fuck. And you know what's sad is it took a person who was not in the pockets, or excuse me, it took a person who was not with stuck in the, um, stuck, I guess, not even in the algorithm, but stuck in the echo chamber. Like, he's outside of it. Not the CNN or Fox. He's not the CNN or Fox or mm-hmm. MSNBC. MSNBC. Mm-hmm. He's Charlemagne. So he asked you about the loans, and you responded with, you know, right now we're helping women. We're getting this done, you know, and bust this and that. Like, no, I didn't ask you that. Yeah. I asked you a direct fucking question, and you filibustered me. And then when I asked you another direct question, you get mad. If you're the vice president, you should be able to articulate yourself. But Like, I'm a truck driver. With no college degree. And if you ask me a question, I'm going to respond in the best way I know how. Mm -hmm. And I will not respond with aggression because I actually know how to talk to people and I have enough emotional intelligence to understand what's going on. And also, you know what's funny? When people tend to respond with aggression, it tells me that they have an unreliable temperament. Mm -hmm. Right? And, and the funny thing is when Charlemagne said, like, yo, who's the president, Joe Manson or Joe, Joe Biden? He said, you know what? You're talking like a you're talking like a Republican and you ain't. Doing, I'm just like, wow. Yeah, she got real black for. Like yeah, she got. Yeah, she got real black for mm-hmm. a second. She got. Yeah, she got real. Uh, she got real stereotypical black. And nigga, that's why your ass work at the <laughs> breakfast club. 
I don't comment. She had her head like, look, you bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's why you ain't got no hair <laughs> Yeah mm-hmm. And then at the end uh, At the end of that interview with Char- I encourage everyone to go Watch The Honest Truth It's called The Honest Truth With Charlemagne Go to God's you- Honest Truth God's Honest Truth go to, go to YouTube right now And watch that conversation mm-hmm. Towards the end of the conversation And he asked well, I think that's when he asked About the student loans um, <clears throat> Like the girl was in the back Like hey hey We gonna have to go We gonna have to go now like she got <laughs> This gonna be the last question Yeah What she did I will say She did tell him Last question mm-hmm. Probably five minutes R- Before that Right And he asked like Two more questions He asked like Two more questions But I, I think When this shit Started getting hot They had to go That's all I think it is yeah. Those people got They ain't so tied up They can't answer A fucking question That's bullshit They just don't want to answer The They don't want to answer The cookie cutter The cookie cutter questions she, this is what happens when politicians are not used to being in real situations while when when they're actually on the hot seat. Yeah, what, I mean, what, they get. I think I think they probably get prepped a lot. Oh, yeah, they get super prepped. Questions that they're going to ask. Yeah, here's a list of the, uh, here's a list of questions. First of all, I think that's garbage. I think if you're a person that's really up on your word, then you should be you should be allowed to. Be like, hey, you can ask me what you want, but if I deny that question while we go live, then just respect me. Yeah. Like if if you if if you ask me something, I'll be like, you know what? I'm not. I don't really feel the need to answer that question. But you are, you could totally ask me something else. I think that's respectable. Yeah. I think I'm not sure cool. how a politician could get away with that, but uh, that's a good question. I mean, not I, a good. I mean, yeah. a good statement. Well, I mean, what if Kamala was like, uh, the the loan thing? Um, I would just rather not answer that question. People would be like, "Ooh, they'd be mad." Should be trending on. Yo, Twitter. they asked this. They asked Joe Byron. They asked this motherfucker. Mm. They said they asked him about inflation, and he just walked away from the microphone. <laughs> Sleepy Joe, he went to take a nap. Sleepy Joe remind me of like you ever seen a, at the back of an owl's head, mm-hmm. like an owl. Mm-hmm. Like when he turned around, he got the the back of his head look like an owl, <laughs> like a big a big white owl with frosty white hair. <laughs> I'm just like, dude. <clears throat> And the same, this it just this the whole landscape of politics really bothers me, which is why we really don't mention politics on this podcast. But I look at the same liberal, left leaning people that complained about Trump and called him a liar and this and that, and I hardly see any of you motherfuckers when Biden is literally lying to the American people. Yeah. Y'all ain't called him out one time. This is why politics will never change because the people never change. Yeah. They're just stuck in this cycle. Yeah, they're stuck in this cycle, man. You- Election time, we're going to get out there and vote, you know, for our party, what we're, <clears throat> we're affiliated with, and yeah, do bro. this next thing. Same thing in four years and four years. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. It's the same mm-hmm. shit every four years, and, mm-hmm. you know, the liberals, I mean, the, the Democrats pandering, <clears throat> pandering to people that they never will fucking help in the first place. Yeah. Like, we got to do something for the, and it'd it be something that'd be subliminally racist, the Democrats would say it, and no one questioned it. We got to help the Shanikas and the Daikishas. <laughs> we, we have to help the Terrells and the Dyrells. <laughs> like, if you don't shut the fuck up and get out of my neighborhood. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. You're not going to get, yeah, you're not going to get the tap dance around, because I'll tell you this much right now. <clears throat> A lot, especially black people, I can say a lot of black people, they they do not like Kamala Harris, yo. Yeah, they don't fuck with her, and they and, and it's unfortunate because she is a like she could be a really good role model for a lot of you know right. y- younger black women coming up, you right. know, being a vice president and all. But 
she just not. I'm going to tell you something right now, and I'm going to keep it a buck. And people, nobody thought about this. I do not, I am not a fan of Candace Owens at all. But what she's done a good job with is having like a real following on Fox, people right? People really like her. People fuck with her. Yeah. If Kamala Harris was the one that was getting out in front of things and being active and and whatnot and actually having a good rapport and like almost being, I won't say like the savior, but really being proactive in the next election, can you imagine if Kamala ran, like if somehow Biden ain't going to be doing another term. So we could, we could just fuck that now. We got to hope he can <laughs> make gonna it. run again. Huh? He gonna run again. He gonna walk. <laughs> he running Sleepy nowhere. Joe. That motherfucker gonna run. He, yeah, if he, he run for president, the only thing he run into is the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> All <right>, American people. <laughs> I gotta get. <laughs> but uh, wait, did you, huh? What was that video we seen when somebody was getting arrested and they just start farting? <laughs> oh, I, I posted a video yesterday on on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that got me on Instagram and showed a cop, he put like his knee in the dude's stomach and he was like, Stop resisting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he arrested the shit out of that guy. <laughs> Literally. That shit had me dying. I just kept rewinding it. <laughs> oh man. Something about a fart is always going to be funny. Oh man, but he did a double fart though because the cop put his knee in the dude's stomach and the yeah. first fart was loud. It was like, <laughs> and then the second one was a. <laughs> <laughs> Stop resisting Like You can resist for, he, I put in the caption I made my own caption I said He can resist the rest But he can't resist that part <laughs> <laughs> Oh man oh, That's hilarious man. Oh man mm-hmm. Yeah But I, What I was gonna say is Imagine if Kamala Harris ran <clears throat> And fucking Candace Owens ran Yeah Wait, wait Before you get to that I wanna That was a the, Probably one of the more creative like funny things that i've seen on uh tiktok in in a, in a very long time there was a guy who was um like battle rapping his remote what do you mean like literally he put the remote in front of the the phone and he was like yo son you click buttons and change the channel but i ain't never rattled like <laughs> and it was so funny man oh i was and God. i had to write in the comment i was like bro this is really good like I oh just, man like, what you know what i love about tiktok dude is it's <clears throat> it, it's so dope like i think i, I probably got the dopest algorithm bro because uh-huh. the things that i like like they bring me more dope stuff and it's yeah. re- what's cool is it's real people doing real shit yeah, it's not. I don't watch a bunch of like bullshit. It'll be like real people, like how to make money. Like there's a bunch of financial hacks. Yeah, like real, like they're talking about NFTs yes. and you know yeah. all kinds of stuff. And I share that information with Keith, and he shares it with me. Mm-hmm. If I want to see funny stuff, it's funny from like a different level. Yeah, but yeah, I, it TikTok is so dope. I, yeah, I, I, I talk so much shit about we TikTok. We all did early on. Man. I was like, fuck TikTok. That shit is for teenagers that want to do yeah. dances all day. And look at me now. Lo and behold. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking TikTok daily user. Yeah. It's a lot of good. It's it's what um, YouTube was for me probably six, seven years ago, where it was just like, yo, it's this on here and this. On. You can see uh, how-to videos and how to start a business. So like, it was like a pool of just information. But now people are doing that same thing on TikTok just in a shorter form. And there are people like with dedicated pages to 
so many different aspects of life, you know, whether it's just personal growth or business or podcasting or music, whatever. There's just so much, so much dope stuff. And you could just scroll through and you just coming across just dope stuff. I have like, what I do is I just like the stuff I, uh, like if I want to go back to something later on, I'll just like it and then just scroll through my likes and then be like, oh yeah, this is the one mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, do right here. So yeah. I even, even the one you had sent me with the NFTs, I went and downloaded that, uh, that um, or I went to that website and downloaded that. That'd be dope if somehow we could turn some of the shit we do into an <clears throat> NFT. Yeah, we. I mean, we can. That was a. Um, that was an artist that um, he's a he's a music he's a producer I think, um, and he made his own personal NFT. And I don't know, like it's still like I tell you every time you send me something like that, I'm like I still haven't grasped it yet, but. Um, it's definitely feasible. We could definitely do like even the um, what's what's our guy's name that made that art for us? Uh oh, um, Carson. Yeah, yeah. Shout out even, to Carson Crawford, man. Even that could you know potentially be like some sort of NFT. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's dope, man. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. That's quite a while ago. That was a really cool gesture that he did. Yeah, shout out us. to shout out to Carson. He did a pretty cool job too, man. Yeah. And we gave him a theme. Mm-hmm. Like a theme to use. What's up with my internet, man? What the fuck? Okay, here we go. Where's the picture at? It's on here. What year? It, that was a while ago he did that. That was quite some time ago <clears throat> he did that. You're looking for the post? Yeah, I'm looking for the post. It was quite some time ago. Look at that. Oh, man. Jeez. Yeah. Some history here, man. <laughs> I'm going back. I see episode 62. Fuck. That's so crazy. I was celebrating when we had 6,000 likes Mm -hmm. or 6,000 views at the time. Yeah. Yeah, he was ahead of it. Why the hell am I not? Jeez, when the fuck? I don't remember what episode or when he sent it. Yeah, it was quite. I'm probably. It might be on my page. It might be easier to find. Yeah, probably easier on yours to find there. But I I think I put it as a post, though, (laughs) which is why I'm kind of pissed off that I don't see it on here. Uh, whatever, dude. Whatever. We appreciate you, Connor. I mean, not Connor. Uh, Carson Crawford. Yeah. His brother is Connor. Oh, here it is. Here it is, right here. Is uh, his ad is Rebellion artwork. Yeah, um, he does a lot of dope, like like themes with different comedians and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Carson, man, he's got. And well, the thing about it is, he does comedians and like legitimate comedians come back and show him love. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, like <laughs> a lot of like huge fucking comedians go to his page and like hit the like button or be like, or they'll tag somebody. I've seen some, let me see here. Uh, Tom Segura's wife, I think it was Tom Segura and his wife. Um, it's your mom's house. Uh, Christina Pazitsky. Mm-hmm. She was, I think she popped up on one of the posts. Shout out to them. Did you hear? Um Speaking of uh, forgetting names, did you see that there was an article um, Jake Paul had said that he was already suffering from like uh, like short term memory loss and stuff like that? I mean, it's probably from the drugs. (laughs) I I just think people say things just to, you know, I don't know. They say things to amplify whatever they're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's like sometimes you just got to know when to shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, I was like, man, you could just, it could just be a, you might just be tired. But he's only had, what, five fights? Yeah, I want to like, I low-key want to go on his podcast just to kind of like, um, 
I don't know, just to kind of get the get an idea of who he is. Mm-hmm. Because like I listen to his podcast, I don't get really anything real from it. It's just like one of those viral people. That Logan I, is the one with the podcast. Logan is the one. With the, yeah, yeah. Jake, not Jake. Jake is the one. With box. Yeah, uh, box. Uh, Willie. Yeah, yeah. But there's that man. Um, do 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 do. Uh, switching gears. Um, we've got. Oh, oh. This is. We'll end it with this one. Is the recent mask mandates out here in California? I don't know how it is with you guys or wherever you guys are from, because we got people all over the country that um, tune in. I don't know where you are exactly. Whether I think New York is pretty strict right now, uh, but out here in California, they got us putting the mask back on. Um, and I don't think it's for too long, but I, th- I really just think we're, we're tired of it, man. It's like, fuck, when are we going to go back to being normal again? Mm-hmm. But anyways, here it is. California's indoor mask mandate is now in effect. Here's what you need to know. Californians are once again required to mask up in- indoors starting Wednesday as the state contends with climbing coronavirus case numbers and concerns about the worrisome new Omicron uh, coronavirus variant. The state is mandating that masks be worn in all indoor public settings regardless of COVID-19 vaccination status for the next four weeks through January 15th. I mean, that's not too bad, I guess, but it'll probably be something else. Um, While several counties have imposed their own mask mandates after California's grand reopening on June 15th, about half of those half of the state's populations has lived in counties that do not have mask requirements. Residents of Los Angeles County have gotten used to masking up indoors thanks to a county enacted mandate, but others in counties like Orange and San Bernardino haven't been required to wear masks uh, indoors since the state dropped its previous mask mandate in the summer. Um, Here's a deal, man. Um, It's just the the way that they're doing shit is weird. I was at the gym today and they said, hey, they require a mask. I was like, oh, fuck. So I had to go back into my car, grab the mask, which it's not, it's not like, it's not breaking my arm to put a fucking mask on. That's not the problem. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that I don't see like how this does much. Because if you think about it, when you go to a restaurant, you got a mask up, right? But when you sit down, you take it off. And there's a bunch of people sitting around with no mask on because they're eating food. Yeah. And it's like, what was the fucking point? Same thing in the theater. Yeah. What's yeah. the? It's like now that I sit down, now we can all <clears throat> breathe each other's air, anyways. Yeah, I, I really think it's not they're doing the mass shit and it's not because they want people to be healthy. It's only for liability purposes. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be the source of some pandemic outbreak that started at Maya Cinemas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, since Maya Cinemas didn't require them to wear masks, everyone's getting COVID at Maya and then Maya gets sued. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it is for liability purposes. It's not so much for public safety because the masks we're using don't even work. Most masks are not in 95s. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck, man? Yeah, I don't know any casual person walking around. Because, I mean, only the, the people that are working in the medical field can really get those anyways. Yo, I seen somebody go up in a... Oh, I was about to make up a lie and make it a joke. But I was going to say, I seen somebody go up in a grocery store with one of those sex masks. Uh-huh. It was like leather and shit. Oh, the little <laughs> gag, the gag thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's comedy. Yeah, man. <laughs> can you imagine that? Imagine mm-hmm. if you went up in there dressed up as Spider-Man. They couldn't kick you out. Yeah. I think the the, the <laughs> this is really cool. And I never thought about it, but I, I, I was I was downtown. I forgot where I was at. But um, oh, I had to get a, a birth certificate, a copy of my birth certificate. 
And uh, I seen this dude, this um, the motorcycle dude, and he got off his bike and he just kept his helmet on. Oh, yeah. I think you told me that. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, yo, dude, that is the coolest shit, man. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I'll just keep the fucking mask on, man. Fuck it. That's facts. Yeah. yeah you don't have to wear a mask. You just walk in with your Yeah, that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, I seen him walk up in there with that. I think I, I think I seen somebody <laughs> else do that, too. Yeah. Like oh this is crazy yeah but it it, it is one it's kind of it's exhausting man yeah. like it, once you once you really understand the science of it you know you watch it even even the the CDC had certain videos where they were talking about the you know the the fact that you could still spread it with the with the mask on and then what I what I'm kind of going back to our you know original points about COVID in general is just the um, I guess infrequency of people actually dying of it. You know, there's there's obviously people that have passed away from it, but um, just very very low percentages. So I, I just feel like we're like you were saying it's it's all of uh, liability purposes. Right. Even the even the the way that the NBA is moving, like they are yeah. they are so cautious of right. you know, spreading the virus. If somebody catches it, they're on a, under a, a ten day minimum, you know, health and safety protocol. Um, it's just for money. They just don't want to stop the money. If you it, look, if y'all was really that serious about people being healthy or not getting it, then you know you could reduce the fan size, but you won't do it because mm-hmm. you want the money. Yeah. It's all it is. It's just they want to act concerned all while at the same time mm-hmm. making money. The same way the NFL wants to act all progressive and put like uh, it takes all of us in the end, dro- end zone, or you put stop racism on the back of helmets. Do you think the NFL really gives a fuck about racism? No. Yeah. They don't care. Their favorite color is green. Yeah, that's their favorite color is green, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. hey, when you're making money, you don't see people black or white or whatever. You only see them as green people. Yeah. So, it's, I don't know, man. I I, I went I went to Blaze Pizza last night, man. I ain't I been there. to go there. I haven't been there in a while. That pizza mm-hmm. was good as fuck. What'd you get? I got, I guess they call it the meat eater, but I, I get mine's a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, I got uh, the pepperoni on it, but... I was pissed because because they got rid of my favorite topping was the turkey meatballs. Oh, okay. They ain't got it no more. They just mm-hmm. got the sausage one. So mm-hmm. I had to get the sausage one, and I like to get you know, um, uh, they ain't got the broccoli. I like putting broccoli on the pizza too. That shit fire. Um, I'm, I'm not even a huge mushroom person, but I love mushrooms on my pizza. Mm-hmm. It just got, I be doing the shrooms. Yeah, I'll be in there tripping out. That's cool. Every slice, I'm fucking psychedelic, <laughs> out. but. The shrooms I had on there, or mushrooms, and then I put a a, a bell pepper mm-hmm. and uh, that garlic. But I, I like that garlic that it's like wet garlic. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like wet, and then they gotta like shake the little juice, the little juice out, and they throw it on there. Yeah, and then I put um, uh, I think it's I think it's uh, oregano. They get mm. I like that oregano. You sprinkle it on there real good. Mm-hmm. And what else did I put on that shit? Uh, I think I put chicken on it too. You sound like E forty. What you said? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I wish we could do a poll to be like uh, and ask people what's what's your. Nobody would be honest though. By the way, if About you what? ask people what their porn search was, oh, you. I mean, it's anonymous if you did it on the if you did it on the page. Yeah, I'll be like, "What's your point?" And nobody's. Gonna, I guarantee you, there might only be. I, you would have oh. to do. I, I would. 
to get like some real responses, it would have to be like a either or type of thing. Yeah. So you, you just say like, I don't know. No, like, I, I'd be like, you know what? Um, you know, here's the one. Like, um, do you watch? Do you watch? Do uh, no. Which one describes you? Doesn't watch porn. And other one is like sometimes oh, or regularly. Like, yeah. Give or, them a choice. Yeah, yeah. And you could do. Can't you do like a poll where it's like three, yeah. op- three or four options? Yeah, I think that would. I would post. Well, that. not three or four options. It's only. It's only two. That's. I think they have. Don't they have polls where you can mm-hmm. put more than? No, they, you only get two, mm-hmm. and usually it's either you could scribble out where it says yes and no, and put the the this slash this in one box, mm-hmm. but you only get two boxes to choose mm-hmm. from. So if you put like uh, if you put never watch like don't watch porn or in slash watch it a little bit or watch it'd be it like the other one is regularly watch it slash addicted or whatever <laughs> yeah that would be funny yeah because i did it one a long time ago I, I put like uh i said do you watch porn yes no and and some people they um they participated in it what was the um what were the results oh what more people more people watched it than anybody yeah yeah i think i think it was like like 88 like 90 percent. i think mm-hmm. said that they did Dang. and then i seen some faces in there and a lot of people just didn't even respond to the poll yeah it's like people tucking it away like we already like we don't know you be watching. Yeah. Like y'all yeah, ain't watching it. That's crazy. Knowing damn well they was using that same phone to watch up uh some on uh uh bang bus or something. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. That's it the and the 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 OnlyFans takeover. It's probably people that they don't even use, you know, the normal websites anymore. They just got their favorite. Um or it, it may not even be their favorite, but it may be somebody locally. Wow, because it be you know it's obviously some sweet females in Bakersfield that got OnlyFans and they paying a five dollars a month to see pictures and videos. That's of crazy. Some girl they used to work with or something like that. That'll be nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was uh that show uh, No Jumper. There was a girl that worked at Target and everybody knew she had OnlyFans. And it's like I guess she was just like she was. Wait, say that again. There was some girl that worked at Target, but she had an OnlyFans and she mm-hmm. was like fucking dudes on there. And she was on uh, the podcast, No Jumper. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she just talked about how, like, I guess most people in the town knew she had it. And she would, like, tell dudes, like, hey, is it cool if I just record you? And they was like, oh, it's cool. I guess just don't show my face or, like, my tattoos. Yeah. But fuck that. If you're going to record me, you're going to have to pay me some fucking money. Yeah. She getting paid off She getting shit. paid off that shit. She making too much money. Would you do Would you do something like that? No. Would you have to say yeah? Nah. Yeah. Nah, man. Because I'm, I'm not trying to go... With that type of career, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's you just never. I don't know. I don't want to be on video camera in no way, shape, or form. Because I've seen, you know, they have that movie coming out with uh, Pamela Anderson and uh, Tommy Lee. Really? Yeah. Um, the dude, I think his name is Sebastian something. Oh, mm. it's, oh, it's based off a movie. No, you know the how the, the sex tape, yeah, yeah, sex tape came out or whatever, mm-hmm. or it was leaked or whatever. Yeah. Um, the guy that plays uh, Winter Soldier um, is the guy is Tommy Lee, and then the you know it was I forgot how they I think the I don't know how the story plays out, but yeah. I say that to say they're making a movie about it, and it was supposed to be like a personal thing. So you just never know with the iClouds and all this stuff. Yeah, like not no more. When I was a kid, I was you know I I, wouldn't, I didn't even never did videos, but I would obviously send pictures. But not even now would I send pictures like that. Nah, not at all. It's too much shit going on. Yeah. It was um. 
freaking all kind of people got exposed from the iCloud. Vanessa Hudgens and yeah, um, Cassie, straight freaks. Yeah, Cassie got exposed. They called it the um, the the fappening. That's what they called it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that somebody, was way back too. Yeah, somebody's. It'd be some really good like hackers out there, and they released it like a movie. Like the fappening one. Oh. <laughs> it was like <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence and all these. Jennifer Lawrence is on it? I think so. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a lot of uh, actors and stuff. Wow. That was before that movie came out. What was the movie she was in? Silver Lining? No, no, not Silver Lining. Oh, you're talking about the. the yeah. Um, Fuck. What was that called? It was a huge movie. And then there was two the of trilogy. them. trilogy. There was, was two three of them. Three of them? Mm-hmm. I think I've seen all three. Good movies, yeah. though. Damn it. Hunger, Hunger, Hunger Games. Games, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hunger Games, great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but uh, freaking, I lost it. I was thinking the other day. I was thinking about that song Cassie had. That was a like a smash record. That came yeah. out when I was in college. Mm-hmm. That shit used to slap though. Yeah. Boom, 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 yeah. Boom, 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 Cassie got one, and then she was. Remember, uh, mm-hmm. dude, this is how f- much we care about Cassie's career. Remember when uh, Charlemagne did that interview with her? <laughs> nah. Remember she he did it when he before Breakfast Club and all that. He he was still in like Philadelphia or something like that. He uh-huh. did the interview where um, he was basically pressing her about how she got owned and stuff. It was like old wow. old Charlemagne. You the one that told me about it because he talked about it in his book. Ah, fuck. He did the interview with Cassie, and he was talking. I don't know if he talked about her new. He was ter- he was asking her about her news that had that had leaked. He was asking her like, you know, how did you get on? People saying you got on because you sleeping with such and such. Wow, fuck! Uh, I can't believe you don't. Yeah, he talked yeah. about it in the book. Yeah, it'll, it'll come to me, man. Mm-hmm. Damn, I haven't I haven't read this book in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Cassie, yo. I don't. She just went from being a musician to like being P Diddy's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was like, and they was together a minute, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, that's just, yeah. Sound like he held her hostage, man. She escaped now. She got a kid, and yeah, that says she, a lot. I don't know if she married, but she got a whole different relationship. She's not very old though. Mm-hmm. I, she, I would say she probably like thirty three, thirty four. Yeah, because she came out with that a minute. That song used to slap so hard, dog. Waiting so long. Every time I was. That's that. Yeah, that shit used to go in. <clears throat> oh, it, it, he was roasting her too because she did a live performance and she did. She's 35, yo. 35. Yeah. Yep. She's beautiful, though. She's super sexy. Yeah. Got pregnant at 35, yo. Somebody, uh, Olivia Munn just had a kid. Oh, the She's one that she 41 was forty-one years old. What Olivia Munn? Mm-hmm. She was a fucking uh, Aaron Rodgers, yo. I think Olivia Munn had some. She was on that fappening too. She was, I believe so. I might be wrong. Oh uh, yeah, that's hold on. She that old? I didn't know that. Hold on. What the heck? Two days ago, Olivia Munn gives birth to baby boy with John. Oh, she just had a kid. Wow. 41. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Wow. She don't look 41 at all, though. Yeah. Shout out to Olivia Munn, yo. Mm-hmm. Pushing them out. Pushing them out. That's so crazy that, you know, obviously, like, people be, like, extremely concerned about 
having children, you know, at older age. Yeah, like when they're in their twenties, like, oh I gotta have my internal clock or whatever. Um but yeah, it's crazy to have a healthy baby at forty one. Yeah. What's that's her really name cool. pregnant too? She forty something. Uh, Jeezy's wife. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's an hey. It is what it is, man. If you ready when you ready. That's facts. Yep. Well, but, um, since yeah, we, we just want to, before we get out of here, rest in peace to Draco the Ruler. Oh, yeah, the rapper. Yeah, yeah Draco the Ruler. It's a tragic, you know, situation that happened, uh, I believe it was last night. Um, For those of you, you know, that may not be up on his music, he's a, definitely a staple in L.A. Um, And he, he, he kind of rose in popularity due to... Um, he was he kind of had like a slick way of of rapping, and it kind of it was it was different. Kind of I wouldn't say the he I wouldn't say he raps like Blueface, but the same way that Blue Fla- Blueface's cadence kind of was like different, and it caught people's attention. The same way he uh, Draco has like this kind of whispery like slick style with some inter intertwined with some clever wordplay, and um, he got locked up a couple I think a couple times, and he was kind of like that. The rapper from L.A. from Inglewood with huge potential, right? And he had recently got out, I think, last year. Um, and he dropped his album. Drake hopped on a song, and he was, you know, going crazy. Even, even locally here, Joe Maynard has a song with him. Um, that's pretty dope. And um, yeah, man, it's 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 so unfortunate. And you know, we we've, we've talked about Young Dolph. We talked. Uh, we yeah. didn't talk about Slim Four Hundred, but he passed away recently. And then um, Draco, um, this this past uh, weekend just seeing these stories happen over and over it kind of it kind of gets exhausting yeah and i think the the most unfortunate part for me is that i'm becoming like numb to it and it's uh it's starting to not even be surprising you know you got to start changing the message too man because the the street the street shit the gang shit bringing it to the to hip-hop like that that message doesn't just like die just because you got money now. There are people on the outside that are in the streets that they haven't forgot about, you know, you being in them same streets as them and they come to your shows and they will hurt you. I think I think one thing too is that um maybe in the um, in the 90s and early 2000s, I think a lot of the quote-unquote gangster rappers were um not really like gangster rappers. No. They were just kind of saying things that other people was experiencing. Exactly. But our quote unquote gangster rappers now be really from guys the like Lil Durk, yeah. Draco the Ruler, like yeah. dudes that have King been Von. you know in prison in some capacity or uh, beat cases and yeah stuff even, like that. Even Lil Baby been to prison. He wasn't. He got <clears throat> locked up for a year, but he. Like he cleaned his he cleaned his whole act up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just want to make money and stay out the way. But yeah, I think we I think as a, a hip hop community, we have to uh, just change it like change the message in the music. Like similarly to what Snoop Dogg was saying, he said when you know when I rapped about uh, catching a murder case, soon after that I caught one. So mm-hmm. I could just imagine like. What a uh, a guy like Draco, if he changed his message up and you know started rapping more positively and not necessarily rapping about shooting people, sliding on people, and all this kind of stuff, like how much life he would have been able to live. You yeah. Know? But yeah. yeah, well, rest in peace to him and to all who loved him. Um, mm-hmm. And didn't want to end on that note. Yikes. Um, 
If you made it to the end of this podcast, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fiends. We're out of here. Peace.